Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. In America today, all people are granted basic rights by the Constitution. While the Constitution was written at the founding of the United States, these basic rights have not always applied to all people. In the beginning, only white men were granted these rights. As our country has made progress, amendments have been added to the Constitution, giving the same rights to other groups. Today, we will learn about a woman who worked tirelessly to ensure that women had the same rights as men in America, Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony was born in Adams, Massachusetts on February 15, 1820. She had a large family, seven brothers and sisters, and their parents raised them in the Quaker faith. Quakers believe that everyone is created equal in the sight of God. Susan's father owned a mill where cotton was woven into cloth. It was not uncommon for many of the girls who worked at the mill to live with the Anthony family. Susan and her sisters helped her mother cook and clean for everyone who lived in their home. At the time that Susan was alive, there were not many people who found value in girls getting an education. Mr. Anthony was not like most. He thought that girls should be educated just like boys. Susan learned to read when she was four. Sometimes she attended classes at school and other times she learned at home but she was always ready to learn. Susan was always ready to ask hard questions. When she was 11 years old, she noticed that a woman who worked at her father's factory knew more than all the men who worked there. Susan thought her father should make that woman the boss. While Mr. Anthony was forward in thinking that women deserved to be educated, he was not ready to go that far. Susan did not understand. She believed that women could do anything that men could do. When Susan was a teenager, she became a teacher at a boarding school. Her family had fallen on hard times. They lost the mill and their home. Susan was lonely away from her family, but did well on her own. She became the head teacher at the school. Eventually, when Susan was nearly 30, she moved near Rochester, New York to live on her family's new farm. She helped her family, but found herself spending more and more time with people who, like herself, were asking the hard questions about some of the things that were happening in America. Many of these people were working to abolish slavery. The Anthonys became part of the Underground Railroad. Like other Quakers, they did not believe in the institution of slavery. In 1851, Susan traveled to Seneca Falls, New York. Here she met Elizabeth Cady Stanton who is well known for her work with women's rights. Elizabeth, along with others, were proponents of women being able to own property and being able to vote. Susan thought this too. Soon she was traveling around the state of New York, spreading the message of women's rights. She charged 25 cents for her speeches. As the Civil War came to an end and legalized slavery with it, Susan hoped that women's right to vote would soon follow. Imagine her disappointment and anger when Congress passed the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, giving black men the right to vote, but not women. Susan and Elizabeth Stanton continued to go from state to state advocating for women to have the right to vote. 
They formed the National Women's Suffrage Association, of which Susan served as president. Suffrage just means the right to vote. Susan did more than just talk about women voting. On Election Day, 1872, she and about 100 other women across the nation went to the polls, planning to vote. Instead of voting, Susan was arrested. She stood trial and was found guilty. On the 100th birthday of America, July 4, 1876, Susan gave the Declaration of Rights for Women. She was not going to give up. In 1887, the issue came up again before Congress, but again failed to pass. In 1906, when she was 86 years old, Susan attended what would be her last women's rights rally. She used all her strength to stand before the crowd, begging the women to keep up the fight. She told them, failure is impossible. It would only be a few weeks before Susan passed away. Thankfully, she and others had inspired women around them to keep up the fight. Finally, in 1920, 14 years after her death, Congress passed the 19th Amendment to the Constitution, giving women the right to vote. In 1979, Susan B. Anthony was honored for her work. The U.S. Mint made her the first woman to appear on a circulation coin. The Susan B. Anthony coin is worth $1 and is about the same size as a quarter. The coin was minted until 1981 and again in 1999. Thanks for tuning in to the Kids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. 